The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. Songhezo Mapete on SAFM. The Chief Director for Integrated Anti-Substance Abuse Program and the Social Crime Prevention Program, Ms. Siza Mangwan. Manganwe, I beg your pardon, is on the line. Hashtag Social Development Month. And the department has a program called Based Violence and Femicide, GBVF Ambassadors. This is in partnership with the Health and Welfare Sector Education and Training Authority to train volunteers to deal with GBVF cases around the country. Volunteers and communities working with civil society organizations, the country's 30 GBV hotspots have been trained to deal with this. CISA is on the line now to help us understand better and what the role of the community is at large and why this is important in hashtag social development month. CISA, thank you so much for joining us here on SAFM. Good evening. Okay. CISA, can you hear me? Oh, yes, yes, I can hear you now. Uh, good evening. Good evening to your listeners at home as well. Thank you so much. Tell us about this program. Tell us about the importance of it happening now, the training of these ambassadors to tackle at community-based level, GBVF. I mean, we talk about gender-based violence and femicide. These are challenges that continue to plague our communities and we can never drop our ball, as it were. So tell us what's going on in this the Social Development Month? Yeah. Okay, yes. Let me start uh, by thanking you for this opportunity because um, it does give us an opportunity to, you know, uh, showcase the good work that we do. And also it's an opportunity for us to indicate to the community where can they access our services as a Department of uh, Social Development. Um, just a quick background. We have the NSP, the National Strategic Plan uh, for GBV and femicide in the country. And according to that plan, uh, it has six pillars. One of the key pillars is the prevention pillar, as well as the one that speaks to response care and support. So this program that we are, we have just launched, uh, the, the volunteer and ambassadors, uh, GBV ambassadors, uh, it is located within Pillar 2 and Pillar 4. Pillar 2, where they will be doing uh, the prevention work. It's very important uh, for us as a country to have the volunteers who are young people because most of the, 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 the victims of gender-based violence are young uh, uh, people. So the peer-to-peer counseling becomes critical. It's very important that the young people connect with other young people. But one of the challenges was that they are not trained to contain uh, uh, the victim once it has happened or to even prevent it. So our our health and welfare sector, you know, uh, partnership, we've looked into that. We came up with a an accredited program that is going to deal with the issues of gender-based violence to empower young women to or, or young people to empower other 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 victims of gender-based violence or even people before they become victimized. They talk at their level, they speak their language, you know, they, they break all those barriers that people are facing. So that is the, the intention of the program, that it must be peer-to-peer. And once they have done that, they've managed to contain, uh, you know, um, uh, people, they can then refer them to social workers for further uh, interventions. 
Let's talk about the actual training itself. What does it entail? How are the volunteers equipped together with the communities in which they are required to serve, ultimately equipped to make meaningful impact and inroads in the scourge of gender-based violence and femicide? What sort of training do they undergo so as to now be, if you like, the difference between the statistics we currently as a nation enjoy, open, close quote, enjoy versus what would be the ideal, a dramatic drop in these figures and related statistics? Okay. Uh, firstly, it, it defines concepts, you know, to say what is GBV, uh, what is trauma, a cycle of trauma, what makes people not to report, what makes people not to, you know, uh, take serious actions against what they are going through because of a lack of understanding of what they are going through. Uh, uh, so the training is empowering them to be, to is empowering the, 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 the GBV practitioner so that they can all volunteer, so that they can go out and begin to share these experiences and, 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 and educate communities about what is trauma and what makes me as a woman, as an example, maybe if I'm victimized today, I, t- I want to take a decision to leave this relationship. Then the following day, I am, I'm unable to leave. I, you know, I, I, stay, I take a decision to stay again and say it will be better, it will be better. Before I know it, I am dead or I'm paralyzed. So we are teaching them about those, uh, you know, uh, dilemmas that victims go through and what makes them to go back and forth. So we are empowering them around those things using the theory. And we are, we are as much as these are not social workers, they don't get deeper into, you know, uh, trauma counseling, but they are, they are trained to recognize trauma. They are trained to contain a victim, you know, so that they don't break and they are trained to support them so that they can they can take the right direction uh, or make a right uh, you know uh, decision at the end of the day about their life and where where they want to see themselves going. So those are some of the things that they do. And again, we also they also play a critical role of you know uh, being the link between the victims and the services that are out there. There are a number of services that we are providing as there are a number of services that we are providing as a sector, which includes health and other government departments. But people sometimes, when they're in those situations, they don't even know how to go about They don't know how to get to our systems. They don't know mm-hmm. how to get to where we are. So they are playing that critical role to say, if you are victimized, you want to go to a shelter, these are the, this is the criteria to access the shelter. This is the number that you call. Can I call on your behalf? Can I assist you to access that shelter to make sure that you are admitted? What do we do with your children? Can I call social workers that will come in and take care of your children? So this is the, 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 the they are doing that work uh, on behalf of the state as well as on behalf of the department. They are our eyes and ears when we are not able to see some of those things happening in communities. I have a minute left for air, but I have to ask this question when you talk about partners, social partners, institutional partners, and trusted entities in the collective fight against GBVF, the South African Police Services. Not all, but in concerning numbers and amounts, there has tended to be a secondary sense of victimization, abuse, and hurt at the instance of these officials who often turn victims away and do not exercise the necessary empathy, which is so important when you're engaging this subject, most usually, typically, 
after the trauma itself. How has the SAPS, if you like, been roped in in this program, if at all? Yeah, we the 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 SAPS has turned around um, this uh, you know this this issue that they have been struggling with by you know uh, in, uh, capacitating more police, creating more awareness, and also ensuring that each and every police station they have a they establish the victim friendly facilities so that when a victim walks in and open a case. Uh, she doesn't do it in an open, you know, uh, uh, office where everyone is there. For instance, the charge office, you can't be telling your story there. When people are there, they are watching you, they are hearing everything that you're saying. But they are now trying to really comply with, uh, you know, ensuring that the victim does not uh, get uh, re-victimized or experience secondary victimization. They've got those um, offices and they are using either the police that are trained or they are asking us as CSD to assist them by providing um, social workers or providing NGOs that uh, will provide that kind of support and, and, and services as they're taking statements from the victim. It's not all the police stations, but there is a plan yeah. that such is rolling out. So it's getting better. Sizamangano, thank you so much for your time. We do appreciate this, and this is important, and I think we will certainly be more than happy to have you back just to keep us and our collective societal conscious awake. We do live in troubled times. Women probably more, if not especially more than men, more especially when we talk about such issues. Your voice and wisdom on these matters, and especially from a government perspective, is always a welcome. So be very sure to field our call next time to oblige this honour. Thank you so much, Caesar. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, good, uh, good evening. Good evening, indeed. Chief Director for the Integrated Anti-Substance Abuse Program and Social Crime Prevention Program in the Department of Social Development, Ms. Siza Manganwe. It is now time for news with Modupi. Good evening, my brother. It's been some time.